This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. I did it in Boy Scouts, but that was it. Does that even count? What you do? Does that even count? I mean, Boy I made Scouts. It th- hey, I'm an eagle. Okay. <laughs> is it something else we've learned I, about Sawmill today? That's what I was just today? thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Welcome, everybody, to JM360, the podcast. I'm Mike Davis. I'm joined by Amanda Trapman, as always. Did I not startle you this week, Amanda? Were you, were you prepared for it? I was it? prepared this time. Last time, she jumped out of her seat when I said, welcome to JM360, the podcast. I thought, <laughs> so this time, I actually thought about what level I'm going to come in at. Yeah. Uh, just to, I actually, I wanted to see if I could startle her again, but she was prepared. And so we also got Aaron Sawmill Hoover in the studio, in the Dirty Mo Radio studio today. How's it going, Aaron Sawmill Hoover? It's good. How are you? Doing well. It's been a while since we've had you in here. People that don't know, uh, Sawmill runs our parts room. You've seen him on various Jerem 360s uh, over the past year or so. He was uh, deemed the most interesting person in NASCAR. And if you're wondering who uh, gave him that honor, that was us. We gave him that As honor. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he is. I think that that would be undisputed uh, throughout the industry that Aaron Sawmill, who was the most interesting man in NASCAR. But we've got Sawmill on here because. We had an interesting JRM 360 this week. It, this is one where, coming off of Chase Elliott's third win of the season, uh, we decided to have a little fun and, and kind of, I don't know, mooch off the Napa uh, When I Was 18 campaign. They've got this national campaign going on that uh, is a real funny commercial that if you haven't seen it, then you're not actually alive because it airs <laughs> all the time. It's awesome. Uh, but it's also on YouTube. But uh, Dale Jr., Bill Elliott, and Chase Elliott in the When I Was 18 commercial. It's really funny. Uh, so we decided to kind of ask our employees what they were like when they were 18. Sounded like a good idea, right, Amanda? I felt, though, and i got to be you know, honest here, I felt like we sort of would know already what they were like when they were 18, even though I didn't know Sawmill when he was 18. Mm. But I know Sawmill enough that I could have made some educated guesses on what he was like when he was 18. <laughs> What I didn't think was ever possible was that Sawmill was a swimming champion, that Sawmill was an Eagle Scout. That one I sort of believe. <laughs> and then and then also he was a karting champion yep. in Virginia? Yeah. Okay, that's that's where yeah, you live. But I just ran one track. That's still hey, own it, man. It's own a track it. championship. Track champion, man. So we're gonna talk about this here coming up in a minute. This stuff because I, I'm blown away. In fact I wish you could see Amanda and I when when Sawmill is talking in this interview. And like we kept looking at each other, like who we almost this? stopped the camera. Yeah, we were so upset. I wanted, just had to stop the action, man. Yeah, I wanted. I, I didn't know. What to, I wanted to make him take a polygraph test because <laughs> I didn't know if I believed him or not. But honestly, I'm telling you, this guy—he's way more of an athlete than what we thought. So Sawmill holds a record uh, that still stands. This has got to be what ten years? Yeah, 2003 is when I said it. Um, All right, eleven years. Yeah. And it nobody can beat it. What's your record? Uh, twenty four thirty. That was outdoor course. Um, and then indoor course wasn't with that team. It was actually the outdoor swimming. You know, you swim in like community pools. They're not like professionally. You know, sw- you know they're not professionally. They don't have like pools. the lanes and all that. You don't have it? the well. You have the lanes. Oh, you got okay. the lanes. You got the lanes definitely. But like, you know, you look at the, like the Olympic pools. They have these drainage trenches off the side. Like yeah. It just it don't bounce. It doesn't bounce off the wall. It just goes out. Oh, really? Drains. Yep. I, I, yet again, I didn't know that. That's interesting. So, <laughs> yeah, my record. Uh, was Why wouldn't I suspect water just to bounce off the wall in an Olympic pool? That seems reasonable enough. Yeah. 
Well, it just create... those Olympians got it made, man. Oh yeah, they're all over it. All right, go ahead. Um, so it's outdoor course record, uh, fifty freestyle. Um, that's basically just where you're just on yeah. the front crawling. Uh, twenty four thirty up and back, twenty four seconds. You know, twenty four point three. All the way. Down and back. All the way down. Flip turn at the end. When back. S- when Sawmill told me he had a swimming record, I said it out loud. I said, okay, what, you were able to hold your breath underwater for longer than you know, <laughs> your buddy? Or you were able to dip uh, while you were in the swimming pool? <laughs> What's your record here? I mean, what honestly kind of swimming records do they keep in Virginia? This, these are the first two things that came into my yep. mind. <laughs> beer, drink, beer drinking and dipping. <laughs> right. Uh, but actually, it's a legitimate record, and nobody yep. can beat it. No, it's. I need to find it. I don't even know how you could beat it. That seems really quick. Yeah, it does seem it, quick. Yeah. But don't think I'm not going to the pool to try it. Yeah, man. This weekend. What, and this was an official Olympic-sized pool? Uh, it was a 25-meter pool. Was the wind blowing a certain way to your favor that day? What, what? It might have been blowing from behind me. But, I mean, honestly, the, I guess the wind had to catch me to make me go that fast. Did you have fins? No. <laughs> Did you have one of those shark skin uh, uh, speedos that for, Michael Phelps for, for indoor? Yes, that's where you know my indoor career come in. I did that. I started out. My goodness, I started out like <laughs> eight years old it. doing outdoor, and I guess it caught the eyes of like you know people that do it year round. They're like, hey, they went to my parents. Were like, hey, you know, you ought to put your boys into year round swimming. Blah blah blah. So about nine years old, we were doing indoor and outdoor swimming. Outdoors in the summer, indoor from fall to spring. How fast do you think you could do that same swim right now? Oh man, <laughs> I bet you I'd be. Could you do it in thirty seconds? Oh yeah, I'd clear thirty. Really? I would clear thirty. I guarantee. I'm impressed. I am too. I don't think I could no, do no that. No lie. Right that now. no joke, Samuel. I, you have impressed me this week, yeah. uh, and and not just in one way. I'm telling you, man. You you are uh, well decorated. I do what I can. My mom will. My, how like, if you if you would get my mom on the phone, she would like like she would tell you how many medals. Well, like, she's got. Like, I'm glad you said that because on line <laughs> one, this <laughs> is <Mrs. Sawmill. laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, uh, we ought to get Sawmill's mom on one time. Yeah. We what do you say? Do How cool would that be? You have to we'll do that sometime. That. Well, uh, so did you? You swam with Michael Phelps. Did you get well, to talk to Michael Phelps? No, were you buddies? No, we're not buddies. Like no, like you just you like you know how what what am I looking for here? Uh, you know how you have like rivals dot com. Yeah. For like high school sports, yep. whatever. Yep. You know, you got some kid. That you got everybody ranked. Everybody's ranked, right? But not everybody's from the same area, right? Well, it was kind of like that with swimming. Okay. And you see guys, you know, I mean, you see this kid like Michael Phelps, 15, and a buddy of mine, he he swam at the, I think, like, maybe Tennessee or Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And um, he wasn't, like, too far from the same speed as Phelps, you know what I mean? And uh, you're just like, who in the heck, you know, who in the heck is this name? Like, I didn't, until, like, I heard Michael Phelps' name in the Olympics, I was like, I remember. Uh, yeah. I remember By God, thing. I swam ag- yeah. against him. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know who it was. Like, it was just like. Well, how would you at that age? It was this goofy, lurch-looking toothpick <laughs> guy. You know, so he is freakishly built. But I think that's what helps him. He swim. probably yeah. wasn't in though. No, he's just skinny. Right. Should we tell Sawmill what we know, what we have that he doesn't know we have? 
we can. I but I think we should disclaimer it that we at a we we actually have morals. Um we felt guilt. We had the opportunity to put in our video a picture of sawmill and speedos. <laughs> and do you believe me? I believe you. Some <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, somebody <laughs> I've just showed Sawmill the picture that I have on my phone. <laughs> oh man, somebody really got that to you. I've got a picture of Sawmill and, I know and the Speedos. And listen, listen, listen. Wow. I had this picture last night. And <laughs> and, and, and Sawmill knows that yesterday when we were doing three sixty, when we were recording that interview, and he lets us know that he was a record holding swimmer from yes. back in the days. I have that picture too. I said Sawmill, there somewhere in this world exists a picture of you and Speedos, and I must have it. And Sawmill did not want us to have it. He, I could tell by his face, and Amanda backed me up on this. That is why I, I we didn't use it, actually. Yeah, but cool. it, you could tell that, one, that picture does exist, and two, Sawmill did not want us to have it. Yep, somebody's in trouble, too, when they get No, wait a second, though. <laughs> wait a second. I, I'm telling you, though, we got this picture, and Amanda and I had a decision to make. Yeah, or Dave. Do we put this picture up? Because now a lot of people that know me and that think they know me, they're like, Mike, this is what you were born to do. And this is what JRM360 is. It's to put pictures of people in their Speedos on 360 because that's that, that's our identity. <laughs> and yet, Amanda can back me up. I said, you know what? I would feel better if Sawmill knew about this because I really think he might be mad. <laughs> oh, man, that's just terrible. Um, <laughs> it would not have gone on 360 without your permission. Yeah. That's, that's where right. our, that's where our guilt and our morals kicked in. And, and I will thought, say this: the right thing. I will say this. Uh, the person that sent this to me uh-huh. uh, also agreed that that's probably not a good idea. That we would definitely need to get your permission. Yeah, and 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 honestly, I already knew what the answer would be, and so we did not put it in. Now we did put in a picture of you swimming that you provided me, yep. which yep. is good. It ain't as good as the speedo, my friend. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, uh, but do we get a kudos? I mean, do we? Hey, hats off! I mean, the funny part is, is I sent this to one person, oh. and and how it made it to you is going to be interesting. Don't get <laughs> mad at her. Oh, I will. She's she, awesome. Listen, she. I honestly like. I'm just like you know what. The, and when we're talking, uh, we're talking about Samuel's girlfriend. Yeah. We are right, Samuel. Yes, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. make sure that the one yeah. person you're talking yeah. about yeah. is who you, who I think it is. You know what, though, I'm not surprised. Hats off to her. Like she is, <laughs> she is quite the. Uh, she's my new favorite person. Oh yeah, she's she's good at it. She's damn good at it. She she goes. Listen, I know we've never met, but I've heard that you're out looking for this, and I think this could be hilarious. But it also may uh, really upset the apple cart, so to speak. <laughs> and I said, listen. <laughs> I I think my first words to her were, I love you. You've made my day. No, you've made my week. No, you've made my life. That's what I said to her. And I said, thank you so much. And I won't let you down. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, I'm going to let you down. But I said, I, I, said, I really, I, I feel. Oh, she's going to laugh. I've done a lot of things to a lot of people on Jam 360 over the years, but that's the one part where I all, all of a sudden had a conscience. <laughs> like I'm I glad did. you did. Two, yeah. Actually, two times this year. That's the second time because we were concerned about Josh Jones' phone number. Oh, we yeah. were really worried once we had gotten through with everything I was and, we, how and that ever Hope did out. that. We me, were very we were we were concerned, but let, we did it anyways. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you. I will say this, and let me let me choose my words wisely. As recently as last night. Mike Hogue's alert level has gone up. 
I will say that. You know how, you know, like uh, the government will send out code red, code yeah. orange, whatever. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what the, you know, what the levels are. For terrorist activity? Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever it activity. they sent out to warn Whatever. Us. Something, something. But see, usually it's because some, they picked up something that gives them reason to raise the yeah, alert level. exactly. Hogue has received something that has raised his alert level. And and I know this because he he first of all accused me of being behind it. Uh oh. And I was like, I got nothing to do with this. And so he's I don't want to say paranoid, but he's a little on edge and I think there is some activity going on that's got him suspicious about something that might be coming this weekend. Now, oh, whether man. whether it happens or not, I don't know. It's something for us to be on the look. Now, if it does happen, and I told Hogue this last night when Hogue's like, are you behind it? Because I'm going to tell you something. You'll go down with them all if you're behind this. And I said, listen, Hogue, I'm not behind it. I said, in fact, yeah. if, if, if what you think is about to happen happens, I'll be upset myself because I always told Josh Jones and I told Kevin Harvick, whatever you do, I don't need to be a part of it, but just please let me tape it. I just need to be able to get it on camera. <laughs> and I said, they haven't told me anything to say, hey. I told Hogue, I told him last night, I said, listen, I want you to know, I want to be clear on something. If they come to me and say, hey, get your camera ready, I will not tell you. Okay, so we have that agreement. I will not tell you if they give me the camera readiness alert <laughs> because I, all I care about really in this whole thing is a good 360. Yeah. Let's be honest. I love our friendships, but the episode would be a great episode. I just know its potential. So Hogue's like, I'm that's fair enough. I said, now listen, if they tell me, if they give me the, the camera readiness alert, and maybe they just tell Amanda, maybe they don't even tell me, but one of us needs to know, and it's something that is going to cause bodily harm or, you know, whatever, then I told Hoke, I said, listen, I will stop it. I will speak up. I will, you know, I will let you know, whatever. I don't think that they're going to do that, though. Well, I mean, Josh, Josh even said that they would Josh said so. on the podcast. So to answer your question, I know it kind of went off on a spill here, but it's funny. There is stuff. There's activity going on. That's how I'll put it. There's activity going on. There is a lot of activity has got Hogue really on edge right now. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I don't like that Hogue accused us. We already told him that we didn't want to go down with any sinking ship, that we kind of washed our hands of all of this. But that's got to Not only you did know? we say that, Amanda. Not only did we say that, but remember, I got so much grief by some lady on Twitter about how I'm not loyal and that I should have Hoag's back and all this stuff. And I got basically called names and said, uh, what did she say? Oh, she called me a sellout. She called me a fraud because I didn't have Hoag's back, apparently, when we had Josh Jones on this podcast talking about his retaliation. I said, listen, we're all friends here. But yeah. I'm not getting to. I'm not going to be right. on the receiving end of a Kevin Harvick prank. Exactly. We'll we'll uh -huh. go out and have not beers together. Not if I have together, my choice, anyways. Yeah. No. So I don't know. Everybody, pay attention this weekend because something may be going down. I don't know. But if it does go down and we don't have a camera, I'll be upset. You got any thoughts to that, Amanda? We should probably just strap a GoPro to Hogue at all times at this point. He would forget to charge it. <laughs> yeah. <he would>. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about Hogue real quick. Uh, Bob Pockress on Sporting News put out a article today about the toughest job in NASCAR. Did either of y'all see this? Mm -mm. No. What would you think it is, Amanda? The toughest job in NASCAR. Actually, I did oh, see this, so I don't ask me. What do you think it is, Sama? Truck driver. Truck driver, yep. yeah. Yeah. Now, Every, you know what? But it, if you ever get a chance to, like, hang out with the truck drivers for, like, the days that they are here, you'll see a little bit why. I mean, it's... it's oh. Oh, man. You're oh, basically a drivers. servant and a driver all in one. Oh, hey, my gosh. Think about you this. You have Let's a lot of responsibility. Take take away all the stuff in the middle of the week and all the driving and all the traveling to whatever racetrack it is, and you go all over the country. Take that even out of the equation. Let's talk about one single day. Let's talk about race day. Yes. 
Let's talk about race day. All right, you've got the car there and all the pressure that comes with that and all the equipment there in one piece. On race day, you get there early. You uh, unload, you all that stuff. You feed the team. You got to feed the team. You you got to keep it clean. Yep. Then after the race, you work the pits. Those guys pretty much work the pits as well. Get the gas during the race. Get the gas during the race. That's right. After the race, go through however long that takes. And you know if you loading up. If yeah. loading up, I mean, depending on how you perform or depending on what happened to the race can yeah. determine how long that takes. If you get tore down, you got to load up gonna, all this, all the all the parts. You got to find a way to store all the parts and pieces off the car because you're not going to put it all back together. You just want to get the car together, put it up in the. And I can tell trailer. you this: at the end of the day, as a PR guy, at the end of a day at a racetrack, I am dog tired, and that is when my end of the day is, is when we leave the racetrack. Then the truck driver still got to drive somewhere. They got to drive all the way back here. And not to mention, while they're driving, you got to worry about weight limits, too. Yeah. That's right. a lot of pressure. They still, their day is still. Weight limits and logbooks. Yeah, their day is still going. Yep. They've got to figure out how to get it. Oh, by the way, you know, race traffic, oh, big deal, you know, whatever. They've still got driving to do. I can't even imagine it. That's one day out of their week. That alone would make it the toughest job in NASCAR. And then, uh, but you throw in everything else. Those guys. I'm glad Bob Pockrass put that story out because yeah. that that is some credit to uh, to those guys. Big shout out to the truck drivers. All right, we got to wrap this up. We've gone way past our time. Good Amanda's stuff. got all kinds of stuff to edit. Uh, Sawmill, thank you for joining us. Dude, thanks for thanks being for a good sport me. on 360 Dude, all the time. Amanda, thank you for everything you do. We got a race this weekend. Oh, by the way, it's at Indianapolis. Brickyard. Uh, so we'll see uh, if our guys can bring one home. Chase Elliott's going for win number four. Kevin Harvick is going for win number three. Yeah, Regan Smith is going for win number two. two. So uh, a lot of good stuff cooking at JRM. Enjoy yeah, the races this weekend, everybody. Talk to you next week. See you. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 